You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Family reunion Telling jokes and playing spades Uncle Dave is on the barbecue grill Grandma bragging about the blanket she made For the new baby on her way Even though the daddy ain't really ready
and welcome to Quirk of the Day. It's your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. How are you? And we are moving forward with movies that are comedies. Death of a Funeral. Now, this movie came out in 2010, but it's still a really good dark comedy. I didn't see this in a movie theater, but I did have an opportunity to see this through Netflix before Netflix elevated to the next level. And we were buying DVDs and we were having them in the mailbox and we were just watching movies at home. And so this is how I found this dark comedy. And I was going to title for the day, you know, I do our words for the day. Hulusa, what? Hulusa, what? What did we find in this movie about a drug? Hulusa? what hallucinogenic very weird word hallucinogenic yes hallucinogenic based off of hallucinations so that's the word for the day hallucinogenic <laughs> be careful with these hallucin hallucino so hallucinogenic drugs and uh they can be mixed in with um you know some angel dust <laughs> yeah you thought i was going to say that right yeah yeah it can be mixed in with angel dust or it can also be mixed in with some other types of crack and cocaine as well hallucinogenic yes that's your hallucinogenic word for the day and going back to this movie i was gonna see three thousand years of longing i thought i wanted to see it i didn't see it because it, the movie came out august 26 of 2022 yeah some go on a friday saturday sunday i usually like to go to movies on a friday or a saturday i don't normally go on a sunday but i decided i wanted to stay in the house on that day and do some other work in the house so i think i may consider seeing three thousand years of longing but it's curious to have idris elba as basically portraying a djinn and his birthday is coming up september 6th He's a Virgo. Yeah, he's a Virgo. Just the sun sign. I don't know the rest of his his chart just to find out about his birth natal chart to see what's going on with his moon or his ascendant or his, uh, what other words to be used about that? The Venus. I don't know about his Venus. I don't know that about him. But yes, going back to that, I wanted to share some good news. Got some good news, good news. The news, I like good news. Don't you like good news? I didn't expect to receive an award for the Queer Chronicles from 2019. I remember, you don't remember, but I remember, but very few would remember those who were a part of the Queer Chronicles when it began. And prior to the pandemic, we had a pandemic and the pandemic was very weird but i like how some people move from the pandemic as if it never happened it's very interesting and some people are concerned that maybe it could happen again but some people feel how they feel about the pandemic how it affected many during that time and this was before the pandemic 2019 we developed more of the queer chronicles and as a creator producer in addition to an editor, writer, etc., and also appearing in the Court Chronicles, we only have four episodes. We had four wonderful episodes, and for those who are curious about the Court Chronicles, I do not have that available through YouTube, the channel of that, but it is available for you to see if you are to go towards uh, film freeway.com. Look up the Court Chronicles, you can find it there. and. There are some things online. Yes, the website, thequirkchronicles.com. And you might see some aspects, some things of that as well. I'm still thinking of how I want to move forward with showcasing more of it from the past. There's only 17 episodes of that. And the book, you have heard the commercial, I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons and how you can purchase I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. You can buy the book through Barnes & Noble. The hardcover or the soft cover, there's also an ebook that is beyond, yes, it's beyond Barnes and Noble, yes. So having said that, I was excited. I didn't know that I was going to win this award August 26th of this year, 2022. And I was thinking likely that the category that I would potentially be considered for was the web series. And it wasn't a comedy web series, it's just a web series. And it's Film Short Creative Award. So that those probably have seen, yes, 
that was the film short creative award. I thought it would be the web series. And then I find that I actually received the award for best short women film directed by Autumn Simmons. I didn't expect that. And they can always do that. Whenever you have a festival and you're an indie artist, an independent artist, they can, those who have these types of awards, they get to decide what the category you should actually win winning uh they decide that for you so having said that i'm grateful that it happened it's very attractive i didn't expect this so i'm i'm excited and i'm happy that that actually occurred this year isn't that amazing yay yay so you can do that for yourself and so i was i was hearing some interesting things i i still go to the pole fitness I still go and I've been going for almost three months now. And that time goes by so fast. It was June 12th. Now we're going into September. So September 12th will be like three months I've been back on the pole to just develop more physically, spiritually as well. And it was interesting. I was hearing <laughs> the owners and uh, she's also the instructor for the class that many of us like to take her class. And she would tell us some interesting things about we all have our conversations about relationships and it's so funny about how her partner it's like four in the morning and he's expecting to have some sex at four in the morning and so we would have Gigi many of you heard of Gigi that is something that they can use place their penis and masturbate with some aspect of a toy we like our toys I'm in love with the toy I have it's very melanated and it's been many colors of what I enjoy which is to look like a a phallus yes and it's a nice toy it's my partner this is my boyfriend and I don't marry my toy I never married this is not my husband but this is definitely my toy this is my guy right just call him he's my guy but we will never call this type of phallus type of toy we wouldn't call it a husband because I didn't marry this it didn't marry me right so yes and <laughs> I found something else on online because I like some things online that I see they're a little saucy and so you can still be asexual and you can still be celibate and people say, no, you can't. No, no, we get to we get to decide the, the levels of what celibacy is. So if I'm not having anybody's vagina that's not mine, and if it's not someone else's penis or the phallus, whatever words people say, oh, you're using all these vulgar words. How did we get here? How did we? Okay, so I'm saying all that to say that I found something online that was very interesting. And do I still have access to that? Can I look into what that actually is? It was something very curious about a form of a Gigi, but it's not a Gigi at all. This is actually Carly Gray Pussy is what it's called. And it's a main squeeze. It's $73 through this specific one that's called goodvibes.com. And for those of us are in a relationship with a male and if the male, maybe it could be a lady too, because I don't like to judge who's dating whom or who's married to whom. But this may be good for some if you are not available at some point and you're busy or let's say perhaps you don't want to have sex for whatever reason that is. Maybe it's your celibacy. Maybe it's Ramadan. Huh? Maybe it's a little Ramadan that already came and, and then Ramadan comes again. So you may need this privately and I'm being hilarious totally. That yeah, maybe your man might need Carly Gray pussy so that he can relax and find out how he can enjoy this wonderful toy that is available. So if you're not available, then this toy the main squeeze, yeah, we call it Gigi, can be available for him or for her, depending on the situation or the circumstance. So, <laughs> ah, that's so weird. Call hot product alert. I like it. I like it. I'm not buying that. It's cute. I'm not buying it, but he can, he can get that. He can get it. He can get it. He can get me. So having said that, I'm going back to this. When I won this award, I was so happy. I got my certificate award. The certificate is proudly awarded to Autumn Simmons. And I did not think I would get a best short women film. Yes, it has a date, August 26, 2022. I'm going to say it again. And it was signed by the festival director. And 
couldn't believe it. So I like it. So I get to, I don't put these things on the wall. The other things I've won, I don't always put things on the wall all the time. Some people like to put their plaques on the walls. Nothing wrong with it. We don't judge it, right? People get to write to enjoy what they have received their uh, recipients of, of what they've earned and what they have obtained through their work, their creativity, and they should be celebrated if that's what they choose. And you know, I'm no different, right? So I have a human side of me too. So it's nice because we work really diligently to win, to do well with what we have worked towards. And we don't have to be the big celebrities, the big cheese at the top. Some people like to be on the top and that's cool. But for some, some people like to be kind of in the middle or somewhere beyond that's not even the middle. And that's cool too. So having said that, let's move in. No, when I say let's move in, let's move in with this. Let's move in with this information of what's coming on. And the music that you've been hearing coming in, you have been hearing Jill Scott family reunion. I thought it would be curious to play that, though this is a dark comedy. We like family reunion because we know about the BS of the family. It could be good, it could be bad, it could be anything in between. We all know these interesting stories about family reunions. And let me just say this, in some families, there are no family reunions. Some have had family reunions. I've experienced a bit of a family reunion. I've known of people who have family reunions on both sides, the paternal and the maternal side of their family, and they go every year. Now, the family that I mostly came through, the maternal side, most of the reunion most of it would be the funeral <laughs> and that's unfortunate but so that's why we're making fun of this through comedy is to talk about the family reunion that came through death of a funeral and so having said that is very cute it's very very cute we're going to talk about how it begins because it begins so funny it's so weird it's quirky it is it's, it's strange yeah it's it's outlandish is all of these things and so having said that we're gonna take a brief pause i like to take a pause and some people don't like a pause but i'm taking a pause i'm taking a pause we're gonna come back i'm gonna break it down and talk about what i am reviewing for movies that are comedies death of a funeral and yes last thursday i did go back to the dell and we saw a baby face we also saw the other talented artists that were there Having said that, yeah, Babyface was amazing. He came out 10, 10, or it was 10, 11 p.m. And he stayed on until 11, 24 p.m. And he played many of the hits from many artists that we celebrate their music. And Babyface is a great songwriter. He'll always be one of the best. He's at the top with uh, Stevie Wonder as a songwriter, Jimmy Jam and, and Terry Lewis and, and beyond. There's so many great artists that we could uh, celebrate in terms of their creativity and music that we still will love for likely forever or close to at least. And so we're going to come back and we're going to get into after seven. Yes, they did a great performance opening for Babyface. They did great. Thank you for uh, reminding me after seven did very, very well. Great artists as well. And we will be back after a brief hiatus and we'll come right back. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Help the loop the air. 
and we've returned from our hiatus. This is your host and producer, yes, Autumn Simmons, Quirk of the Day, back. Yes. Okay, so as I mentioned, I was getting back to our review for movies that are comedies. Death of a Funeral. Now I watched this again, this movie. I watched it again, June 1st. 2022 and it begins Chris Rock is portraying Aaron and Martin Lawrence portrays his brother Ryan and Ryan is the youngest Aaron is the oldest brother like other family members they're attending their father's funeral and as I mentioned the beginning is hilarious because it begins with Kevin Hart comes in, he is Brian, that's the character, and it's hilarious given the fact that he is connected to this funeral home, and they're to bring in Aaron and Ryan's father, bring him on in, right, bring dad in, and (laughs) Aaron looks under the casket, I don't like to refer to it as a coffin, but this is more of a casket, and Aaron realizes that this is not his father and he says well maybe things change and nothing changed this is not his dad an asian man who passed over in this bazaar and he said you need to find my dad's body and work on that and he said well he could be in three places and it was weird it was so weird who does that where you go to a funeral and you have to pay money and then they put the wrong body in the casket and act as if it's not a major issue. It normally doesn't happen, but it happened to happen. Now, work it out, fix it, get that done, okay? So it's bizarre. It's very, very bizarre. So we knew Aaron and Michelle are married, and they're trying to have children for the first time in their marriage. We don't know how long this marriage has been, but they're also trying to buy their own home. If they want to have their own home and they want to have children, why do they have to struggle so much in order for them to have this child or more than one, however many they're intending on having? Why can't they just buy a home when they can afford the home or the mortgage is going to work out with them through the bank, etc.? And to make sure that they get those things and money is saved and however money needs to come in the way that the money needs to come in and so that they can be more successful with achieving this instead of trying to get everything done that they're not ready for. Okay, so they're even if they're ready for the home, but they think they're ready for the children, but they assume they're ready for the children, but that hasn't happened. And moving forward, we didn't realize that Aaron is, this is not unusual for celebrities. <laughs> it's, No, we're talking about siblings. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about how siblings are in the family. Sometimes people do well with a sibling, whether it's a brother or sister or anything in between. Some are the the oldest, the middle, the one that's somewhere after the middle and then the youngest. And you get a sense of their personalities are all unique and different. And siblings don't always like each other let's be honest about that in death of a funeral or any family whether it's a story that is in a movie or a book siblings don't always like their siblings they just don't and some pretend to like each other or just get along with each other just because they have to but some get along very well at least for a while and some that changes because people grow so you're seeing that Aaron we didn't realize that he was envious of Ryan because Ryan became a successful author and it's projected because he is this successful author that the money is flowing and that he has all this money in the world and his money is not that strong, right? His money is not that strong and he's not in a position to assist his brother with the funeral and then Ryan wants Aaron to do all the work with paying for the funeral because he's in debt. So, oh, so he's in debt. How convenient. He's in debt. Okay, so that's what's going on and so he's more interested in a young lady that's considered a little too young for his age i think she's alleged to be 18 and what was the young lady's name the young lady is martina because she's walking around in in tight clothes (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's excited about that. So that's what his focus is on for the funeral is to looking at Martina. Okay, so you see all this weird stuff coming in. So then they have another cousin. Cousin is Elaine, who's portrayed by Zoe Zaldana. Okay, so then you see that's their cousin. And she comes in with her partner, which is a fiance, Oscar. Her father, Duncan, does not like her partner at all and thinks he's corny or just beyond. And so he's having an issue with nerves and, and he needs to ease himself and it was weird that Elaine will actually give him a pill and not knowing what she's given her partner, thinking that it's volume. Why would you give someone any type of so-called drug, right? <laughs> hallucinogenic, right? This hallucinogenic drug. Why would you give anyone that? Not just because it's a funeral. Some people like to do this at the party. They like to go to the clubs. They like to have a, a good party somewhere and they enjoy that just like a drink. You know, some people like a vodka mixing it with certain types of other passion fruit. Anything you could think of what you think would be grapefruit or it could be pineapple or cherry or any drink that you find exciting that you're interested in. Some people like a little bit of strawberries and all of that. We get all this, but this is not a drink. I think if anything, just to give them a pill, why don't they just give them a drink instead that they knew what this drink was, but they give them volume, assuming it's volume. And so then she finds out Elaine, her brother, Jeff, which is portrayed by Columbus Short, he lets her know that this is not volume. This is a different type of drug. And then he flips. <laughs> when I say flip, Oscar flips out at this funeral. And I don't know how much. He had more than one, if I'm not mistaken. More of this assumed volume. And this is not a placebo. This is not a placebo in any fashion or form. This is not that, okay? So it's really weird. And all of a sudden, while this is happening... <laughs> Oscar starts hallucinating right in front of the funeral and though the funeral has not occurred yet when I say it hasn't occurred the eulogy has not happened yet so everyone's there they're waiting waiting for a really long time to get things going because first they haven't received the body okay so the body returns to the funeral home and it's time for them to begin the eulogy Oscar's hallucination becomes even more bizarre he knocks over the casket and Aaron and Ryan's father falls out of the casket it is very weird <laughs> it's unusual so then after that they move away from that a bit it was getting a little unusual Aaron is uh being visited by a guest unknown guest we don't know who this person is it's a younger person coming in this is Peter Dinklage comes in and he's portraying Frank okay so he comes in and he looks different no one knows who we didn't know if this man was a lawyer we didn't know if he was like a police officer hiding we didn't know why he was there so we figure out why he was there and so he, privately he speaks with Aaron about what's going on and his father he lets him know that he was a secret lover with his father his late father and he's there not just to attend the funeral but he is there to take advantage and he's asking Aaron for 30k not 3,000 but 30,000 and expects to be paid so that he can be comfortable but he's not asking for a lot as much as you would think but when you have a stranger coming by and you don't know these secret things that have nothing to do with you and then making you responsible for something people do weird things and so <laughs> he has to go tell his his brother Aaron has to tell Ryan about this nonsense and so they're not judging their father immediately which is what you didn't expect and it's strange trying to hide everything and not tell their mother which is portrayed by Loretta Devine who Cynthia to not let her know about this that their father was on the down low it is weird it's very funny and then seeing who he chose to be with is another man of another persuasion and he's a very tiny person as well and he's starting to show pictures of their relationship their trips together <laughs> yes their trips together and all these pictures of them wearing weird things not the whiz but it could have been the whiz but 
What's <laughs> it that? So in the midst of trying to get rid of Frank, something bizarre ends up happening where they send Norman in. Norman attempts to fix the situation and they end up giving Frank some type of, uh, somewhere this, this assumed volume. They give him that and it's the same hallucinogenic type of drug that makes him bizarre as well. It is the weirdest thing. And so they try to subdue him in some type of way. And in the midst, they thought they killed him. So they thought, okay, well, at least this is not a problem with this information comes out. It's very secretive and it's embarrassing. Having the enemy come to their funeral like that and embarrass the family of that nature, it is bizarre. Yeah, but they gave Frank several doses of what is what they thought is not what they thought that was, except for Jeff, who always comes in to let them know that, hey, this is not volume. Okay, we know it's not a placebo either. They're not saying that. It's not a placebo. This is not what they're supposed to be having. Okay, so then move on. And so, uh, as I mentioned prior to, yeah, Jeff and Norman are supposed to be babysitters for Frank. So just to keep him make sure if he's dead or not or whatever who cares right they just need to get this funeral done and so <laughs> it's gross what ends up happening uncle russell when i say uncle i'm assuming that uncle russell is the brother of ryan and aaron's father he comes in to release himself and goes to the bathroom and it's crazy because norman is made to bring him over to the funeral anyway in the car and then he has to go to the bathroom it's not like he has to babysit him too because he's older and then he's going through like dementia i don't want to say it's like that but it's something kind of like that and he's out of character and things of that nature which is usual and so this is what they believed at this point when Uncle Russell comes in and he goes to the toilet and then all this extra comes out and you see Norman's hand. I don't know how his hand fell under the toilet and then he's got crap all over him. He smells awful like he has shit all over him. It's basically what this is about. And so, and I was like, why could he just go take a bath and they could put anything on him like a t-shirt, they're in this home seemingly. Take a bath, move on with the day. Okay, so it's just not as simple as you think. And so what else ended up happening that is so weird? Aaron and Ryan wanted to put Frank, the enemy that was in a secret relationship, messianic maybe. <laughs> they wanted to place him in the casket because they thought he was dead. This is so weird. And so then Elaine, Okay, they're having a lane, not that type of lane. Her ex-boyfriend, Derek, happened to be there. It was very weird. That offended her partner, Oscar, and there was some kiss that happened. And there's more going on with that. And she finds out that she's with child pregnant. And during this part that they're trying to bring this pastor in so they can do this eulogy and they can't get it going on. Then they've seen Oscar up on the rooftop without his clothes on. He's naked. And then he's hallucinating at that point. He's hallucinating. It was embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. But also who was also embarrassed was Duncan, who is the father of Elaine. He's embarrassed by it. And everyone's embarrassed for different ways of what is happening that is so bizarre in this ensemble type of movie. This actually could have been a stage play, actually, the way that it comes across. Maybe it has been a stage play, but it should be a stage play unless it's been one before. But it would be an interesting stage play and to see it that way and a lot of times we like the movies and we like to read novels and or novellas or short stories etc but it's very interesting to see this type of dark comedy some people love dark comedies some like dark comedy horrors we've seen many of these but this is very very odd and so what's going on at the end of all this Oscar did perceive that he was seeing something in his illusions of all this. And it wasn't that, but it would end up being something else. There's Frank in there. Frank actually awakens in the casket laying with their father, which is weird. And so what occurs is that everyone is flipping out, seeing this other person that they didn't know about. They're trying to keep it a secret. He has these pictures of Aaron and Ryan's father. Okay, they have these pictures that everyone is seeing and Cynthia their mother 
portrayed by Loretta Devine and seeing what kind of person her father was and they were trying to make him not look so bad and <laughs> maybe he would have been laughing at it I don't know but it's weird Frank and his lover which is Aaron and Ryan's father it's called dream girls that's the one right but that the dream girls are showgirls too exactly but this was it was the dream girls was where they went together to see dream girls i don't know how many times they went to see dream girls but why they went to see dream girls they were dressed as ladies and why would he normally be in public to see dream girls dressed that way knowing that the father had a reputation so if the father had a reputation some of the stuff is exaggerated a little bit because it's humorous and it's dark but we don't know what other side of the father was him looking like a woman maybe they wouldn't have assumed that that is their dad interested and never found this out and we didn't know how much longer that was prior to with this relationship and so <laughs> ah, it's so weird it's so weird but yes Cynthia did whoop that ass. She whooped Frank's ass not knowing who he was and seeing this mess behind the scenes what was going on with her former husband. It's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. They finally got a chance to say goodbye, all of them at some point. And when Ryan leaves, you know, I don't know where Martina at 18 receives that type of vehicle. This is a nice red car and has his vehicle. She just happens to have a ride for Ryan to get to the airport. It's Aaron and Michelle when they have their time together and uh, they're trying to figure out whatever happened with Uncle Russell. Uncle Russell had the drugs too. So he's up there on the roof just tripping out. Yeah, and he's trying to figure out what's happening with everything and why is everything so green. And it ends that way. I kind of like how some of the stories that are weird and strange as we say outlandish to see how it will end and so it is weird and it is it was well written i think it was very well written great characters for the ensemble cast wonderful directors producers i know there are multiple producers but i like the chris rock up there he's definitely been a producer for other movies in addition to his tv show the one that we like everybody hates chris i've been a big fan of that years ago and even my son likes that this is pretty much the end of movies that are comedies death of a funeral so this is my review even if it's not much of a review but just think about it when you see it and if you haven't seen this movie this dark comedy you have to check it out at some point just to kind of get your understanding of what you think about it since the last time you've seen it if you're seeing something with a lot of movies and even books meaning that you'll observe things that you didn't notice before and then you get an opportunity to look at it again in a different light and say oh my god i didn't notice this before i'm noticing this this time did i see this last time and what do you think this could mean potentially for what i didn't observe last time and so having said that thank you so much for tuning into quirk of the day I'll come back in September and then we'll move forward again, as I always say, with the next phase of Quirk of the Day. And yes, this is episode 58 and we're leading to episode 60. Especially, I love the character that I bring in. Some of the characters you've heard of that are just wacky. Beatrice Nightingale and Aunt Sophie. Yes all of those we have another claudia brown yeah just many fun characters again if you are interested in quirk of the day you can always find ways to connect with quirk of the day through anchor to get more insight about what's happening with quirk of the day and to contact through email just send a message you can do that as well many people who do listen to quirk of the day not just in the united states but abroad and i have a lot of people in philly who listen and I have people in washington not washington dc but washington actually listen and other parts of where they reside people in the uk are listening and we have people from germany are listening and there are some parts that were from brazil <laughs> that were listening and there are other places beyond that people are listening to Quirk of the Day. And I like this with moving forward with the Quirk Chronicles, with the festivals that you are seeing online, with the festivals and how that can lead to more of 
The Quirk Chronicles and I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, the book as well. And these are books that are available worldwide distribution through eBooks of I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. So you don't have to just purchase them through Barnes and Noble, especially if you're abroad. You can always find the eBook of I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons because it is beyond the United States of America, referring to North America. So thank you so much for tuning in to this quirky episode of Quirk of the Day. And I will be back again, as I said, next month, next month, within a week. Give me a week and I will be back and listen more to the other episodes. And uh, that's it. I'm out.
should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.